0: Claps were like they were like we don't need a snare drum anymore, hand <laughs> claps. Dark days, dark nights. Dan loves hand claps in a song. In fact, I remember on like her like MySpace or whatever, she had it as like a profile Aww. thing where she was like, if it, if a song has hand claps, I'm in. And that's when you were like, because I'm assuming you found her via MySpace. You found your, your wife, of course. You're like I'm in love. I'm in love with the claps through the glorified dating site that was MySpace. Yes, there have to be have been people that fell in love via MySpace, right oh yeah and are like still together people have fallen in love in all kinds of places
1: <laughs> i hope i hope there are those kinds of people because i feel like that's an interesting story mm-hmm. like, think of how much different tech those people have seen together like through right ages but i i, I think i want to see a really fucked up couple that's still together that got <laughs> together through zanga
0: oh man <laughs> oh man well that, that would be an interesting one because you're just meeting via you're you're falling in love via text right like yeah Mm-hmm. it's like love at first sight or whatever that reality show is you're just reading their journal entries and you're like who is this person behind this great mind
1: text and you could upload one mp3 that well you couldn't upload it you could link to an mp3 that was on another site and play it on your zanga
0: that's right you could have mute. you could have background music i forgot about that
1: yeah and so i linked uh Straylight run
0: nice <laughs>
1: <laughs> which is uh um, I don't know how to explain Straylight Run without explaining all of <laughs> all of the emo scene.
0: Yeah, I know Straylight Run. Uh, I, I'm trying to think what mine. I probably did so many different ones. I probably rotated constantly. Yeah, mine was I was a live journal kid, not Zanga. We didn't have the ability to link to music, but there was that field to play. Put in what you're listening to right now, and it yeah. was a mm-hmm. it was a lot of fallout Boy, a lot of fallout
1: Boy. But he also had to be like, go out and buy the CD. <laughs> yeah,
0: go and listen. To this. If you want to get to know me better, go out and get the CD. <laughs> play it right now while you're reading this blog post about why I'm sad that I'm always alone and no girl likes me and then fall in love with me if you love homework you're going to love me <laughs> i am i am look yeah i am looking forward to the time where like our politicians and big political leaders uh that's the same thing are <laughs> Like, there's the, not the Exposé, but just the, they're now old and young enough that, like, their live journals and stuff come up. Not that they should be held against them, but I think it would just be interesting, right? There's, like... There's, like, videos of AOC, like, making fun videos with her friends in college kind of thing, right? Like, nothing embarrassing. Just like, oh, yeah, she's, like, dancing. Uh-huh. She's having fun. Ah, she's, there's a, a, yeah. the, she's a human being. Yeah, she's just a person. Yeah, there's that. I think the youngest guy in the Congress or Senate now, like, I saw TikToks of him, like, on stage with Paramore. He's just having a good time. Like, let's get to that more. Let's get to, I don't know. Ooh, I don't
1: know. I, I don't think we can predict how culture is going to shift, especially like how the political atmosphere is going to change once all the boomers die off, because they kind of control everything right now just by
0: iron grip via iron grip. Yeah. yeah, they won't get the fuck out. <laughs> get out of here.
1: <laughs> they got they got numbers. Although I think there are more millennials than boomer than boomers right now. But
0: uh, is it true?
1: Yeah, because the boomers are starting to fall off the just the a edge whole
0: generation of, of Feinstein's. Thing. Just get the fuck out of here. <laughs>
1: i don't even know what that means you don't
0: <laughs> diane feinstein just like get go to go to sleep like just, <laughs> you don't have to die just go to sleep like get out of here get out of congress
1: telling the children no <laughs> 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 that's all i know about her was she's just dumb
0: that's right the children talk that was a beautiful moment
1: yeah wait actually like, i don't
0: even know the children talk she you're referring to. was talking like a bunch of students visited about uh the environment like you know like climate change and stuff like that and they basically were like we'd really like it if you could you know like fix the world that we're gonna be we're gonna be growing up into and (laughs) she's like well children that's just not realistic and you're gonna have to suck a dick
1: (laughs) yeah it was pretty much i mean paul is sugarcoating it a little bit it was was much meaner than that but he captured he captured the tone the essence yeah (laughs)
0: <laughs> i'm I just don't I still get this mindset of like old people who want to hold on to power and stuff like j- retire like go hang out at old people Island well, and have he- a good here's time. the problem. here's the problem there there is an entire generation in fact, all human history before us probably uh was con- constituted of people who did not understand the idea of having fun or enjoying life. um sure. and we sure. are we are a generation that's like, if I were not to work. I would have an infinite list of joys to go to, and then you have pe- people. Other these people are like, work is what meaning is. I must work constantly until die. I was,
1: <laughs> I, was uh, I was thinking about homesteaders the other day because you know you can't look at a micro video platform and not get bombarded with van lifers or homesteaders. Or oh, okay, whatever. boond boondogglers. Sure boondogglers
0: this, i don't know if that's uh, the word there's a it's, there's a boon boon something that's i thought
1: that. a boondoggler was like a snake oil salesman
0: let me say what okay hold on yeah yeah boondoggle is the little bracelets Never mind, i was wrong about that but
1: i thought a boondoggle was like a gaff <laughs> like a thing that's been <laughs> fucked up like that was a total boondoggle but okay so i was getting served uh homesteader stuff yes uh I'm I'm sure there are plenty of people who just like move to a uh, extremely rural part of the country and you know, mm-hmm. make everything themselves and like keep animals and stuff like that and just mm-hmm. kinda live off the grid. Mm-hmm. And they don't have a TikTok about it or whatever, and they're not and they're not <laughs> Can like, you imagine? Yeah. <laughs> they're not trying to get up in your face about it. And I'm like, I guess but like thinking about that, it's like sold to you as like a more um like natural way to live your life. Right? Mm-hmm. 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 But in fact, it is impossible without the internet because these people need to learn how to do so many things Mm -hmm. and they need to be able to research that kind of thing really quickly. And like, you cannot have like this homesteader boom without the internet because they just need to know how to do all this like stuff. Like my chicken's sick. What do I do?
0: They need to be engaged by the internet, right?
1: Yeah. The internet makes it possible. And thinking about, you know people my parents age whenever they're confronted with a problem sometimes they'll just not know what to do and i'm like you could just google it you could just
0: (laughs) and they and they prefer to use my favorite term let's never know and give up (laughs)
1: let's never know and give up (laughs) not all boomers obviously. of course of course like they're they're obviously folks who are compassionate and curious and and aren't Total pieces of, of crap. Absolutely. What I'm more trying to talk about is generationally, we might have an advantage that we don't really see, which is we can pivot.
0: <laughs> sure. We've we've been forced to pivot. Yeah. We, we yeah. Ha- yeah, we have been forced to pivot. And I think to, to back to my point, you know, like I was being glib about it, but like I do believe that the generation before us, the boomers, um, or I guess Gen X, but more, more so boomers, um, they definitely grew up in a time where it was like you work and that is your identity. And you, your idea is to pass on to your children the 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 gains you make, uh, yeah. and which is a noble goal. Um, but the problem was that they they did that and they gave us that somewhat, <laughs> and now they're like, "Why are you all so soft? Why don't you want to work?" And it's like, "Cause that's not the point. The whole point was to make it so that we could do whatever the fuck we wanted. Isn't that the idea?" Yeah, <laughs> it's a dance. You're supposed to enjoy it. <laughs> You're
1: supposed to have fun.
0: Yeah, and like, yeah, you can work still, but like. Can you do work that, like, doesn't control other people's lives? Can't you go off to the side and write a book for the rest of your life? Like, isn't that a thing you could just do? Sure. Or grow some plants? Go go make uh, make a whole side company of uh, underwater submersibles, you know?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, do we start it now? Let's go. Let's go, baby. Let's go.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to Goosebuds. I'm fine with that. Hi, I'm, Welcome I'm, to pissed off, I'm pissed off at rich people today. Let's fucking go. Let's go <laughs> today. Welcome Chad. To oh, especially today. Yesterday, you know what? Billionaires, they were all right. I was today, feeling I was feeling soft towards them yesterday. <laughs> today, you die by the sword. What's up? Welcome to Goosebuds.
1: Welcome to Goosebuds. I'm Kevin. I'm Paul. And I'm Chad. And today we read Earth Geeks Must Go by R.L. Stein, a book for young adults with
0: a plot <laughs> and maybe characters.
1: Part of the Goosebumps 2000 series, this exciting tale was written <laughs> by a human man who mm. knows about <laughs> the world of children.
0: Uh, second to last episode of Goosebumps 2000. We're almost done, guys.
1: We're almost done. This one had promise, I feel. Uh, Earth Geeks mm-hmm. Must Go. Great title.
0: You, okay, you would like the title. Did you like the tagline, which was warning colon alien on board?
1: Didn't really understand that Not one. Not sure what I
0: that did... was going for. No, yeah, it doesn't actually apply to the story, does it? No. Thought it might be a baby on board. Maybe. <laughs> yep. <Yeah>, but. <laughs> kind of just felt like words intended yeah. to evoke maybe a <laughs> meaning. <laughs> Bordering on poetry. He was going for a little poetry on the cover this time.
1: We were talking about this before we were recording, and none of us have amazing, uh, <laughs> like, we, we all felt. Uh, boondoggled by this
0: one mm, mm-hmm. Ah, good use of boondoggles, mm-hmm. kevin was the title supposed to be earth geeks must die i think I it think probably that was. does that feel like the natural title i right? think it was and then the book chaperone said no no can't say you can't say death on this on this scary although book. this book uh it's got some dark stuff in it especially at the end of this book
1: i i kind of liked the uh, like uh, overhanging like confusion and like the, the like how he's kind of focusing in on this feeling of being different and and not knowing how to participate in society. It
0: okay, yeah. So this book mm-hmm. is Cube, the movie Cube. Um, it's, <laughs> is, that, it's is, that what, is that the one with the traps? That's yeah, that's the one where the people wake up inside of a cube, uh, and they don't know why they're there, mm-hmm. they don't have any memories of what was what ha- happening before them being there. Uh, They don't have any ideas of what's going on. It's one of those situations. It's a a wake up in in the midst of a mystery. Um, But also, Kevin, I think you're right, because I think plot wise, it's that. But then on a subtext level, it definitely is tapping into uh, puberty, I think.
1: Yeah, he he actually does a lot with uh geeks as just sort of like a a central motif to to build around like both in the sense of being an outcast Mm -hmm. or not being like you know not having any like values that people uh enjoy like you know uh our, our main kid uh like can't read the can't read the the words and he doesn't know the numbers like he's just he, he doesn't know anything about the culture he's in mm. and it's like it's like yeah that would be really disconcerting i didn't realize how much kids especially kind of need that reinforcement of i am part of a society
0: <laughs> it's, that's really that's really smart of y'all to say that i i was assuming it was more of a um i mean geek's a good term for it it's, it's in the title but like almost someone that is like about to be left behind in the education system or something. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? There's yeah. something about, there's something about all this is like, is this a metaphor for like having dyslexia or something? You know what I mean? It just is kind of yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah. it's no one in school is helping you and, and the right teacher for you. It definitely felt like it was some, it was dealing with some sort of feeling of alienation. Like literally you're, they're aliens, but li- but in yeah. the, in the, In the uh, subtext, it felt like it was, you know, it's just like an allegory for being a teenager and and switching off into that period of life where you're like, wow, I'm a hormonal creature and I don't understand anything that's happening to me. A hairier part of my body and everything I'm doing. Exactly. So Especially that. my armpits. Oh, man. It,
1: it's sort of a Star Trek-y vibe where he can like talk about a thing without directly bringing up the thing. Like, mm-hmm. It could kind of be about dyslexia if you look at it that way. Sure. It could be about ADHD if you look at it another way. Like- mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Should, should,
0: we, should we talk about the general plot a little bit, just the premise for, for those who haven't read the book? We should, but I do want to pre- preface this concept conversation with well we can talk about it at the end but i don't think he ever pays off any of the things that he sets up in this book
1: there is one there's like one payoff but then he spoils the payoff
0: yeah <laughs> right i think as you as you said kevin like a series of events happened a series of events happened um it's all plot no character growth yeah
1: but we'll we'll make it we'll make it fun for the listener you yeah know? <laughs>
0: you
1: guys don't have to suffer like we suffered this book kicks off with like the most uh, like cis male hetero uh, uh, Tinder profile. Yeah, ever. he's aware <laughs> of
0: it. He's 100 percent aware of how normal and average he is. He I'm is-
1: just a normal guy. I'm just a normal. I guy. love
0: I love the office, and I <laughs> love sports. And I'm trying I'm trying to remember all the other ones. Posing with the fish. Normal guy. Hey, vanilla's okay. Vanilla's good. Yeah. Uh, sometimes you want the classic flavor of vanilla.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's what we get out of Jacob, whose name we—I don't think we know until like a quarter or, or a third of the way into the book.
0: Yeah, uh, I, I think they do call him Jacob. The teacher, I think, knows his name, right?
1: But he never—he never outright says, "I'm Jacob," which is kind or Jacob. That's my name. Like he never mm-hmm. does the classic Goose- right,
0: right, right, Goosebumps, right, right, right. Goosebumps thing. I think this is uh, well, yeah, not I think uh, I didn't realize this until Goosebumps Wiki pointed it out this is the only Goosebumps book to be written in the present tense. Oh Outside of outside of the Give Yourself Goosebumps series. Yeah, though. you know what's funny is this was first person present uh tense and I was I felt like I instantly felt a friction because I'm so used to it not to it being past tense. Uh that
1: is super interesting. I didn't pick up on that at all. And I felt like maybe that tense structure like kind of disassociated me a little bit.
0: Yeah. Which is probably, I mean, I'll, every time the tense changes, I assume that means a good sign of a ghostwriter. Just guessing that, an editorial wise, they wouldn't be like, you got to rewrite this entire book because RL writes in third person past. Right. Like it'll just be like, yeah, this this works. Just put in like falls on their knees and let out a low groan. Like uh-huh. that <laughs> Yeah. Right. 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 I okay. This book made me. I read this book in two sittings. I read three quarters of it yesterday, and the rest of it this morning. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. And I gotta say, I was walking around yesterday, uh, tippling a couple drinks, um, <laughs> and I was—it made me ruminate on th- this whole process of goosebumps reading that we've been doing for years. <laughs> is this what you tell us you quit the podcast? Is, and, and I realized I'm wasting my life, and I must go. Uh, uh, no, I—I I was like, I was like thinking about how my brain is primed by years and stacks of books that I have read by R.L. Stein. And Mm -hmm. how this book, like I said, opens with like a kind of cube, like a mysterious, like what the hell is going on? What, or maybe even like to to use the the cheesy term Kafka esque, uh, maybe a little, maybe (laughs) a little Nabokov invitation to a beheading, you know, a moment of of waking up in a. Damn, this is a smart podcast. (laughs) sure is uh wake- you know like waking up into like a, a scary situation where you are completely confused you know uh uh talking heads ish uh how did I get here moment right yeah. um and which is relatable uh but would and cool and a cool setting. I don't think he's done that ever before, where it's like he's just dro- dropped you in media res to the mystery and the horrors are occurring right away. Usually there's a slow build, right? It's the kid's boring life. Yeah. We get a little yeah. bit of backstory, and then and then the horrors appear in their life. Here are the clothes yeah. I like to wear. Exactly. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. It, it, but this it doesn't do that. But but my brain is primed to instantly pick up on the Steinisms, of which the first couple chapters are are atrocious in this book of line (laughs) after line of question and question and question, which feel like they're not there to actually be any sort of advancement of the story or character, but merely a thing to build out and pad out the chapter. And this this one is loaded with that stuff. Which you would be questioning these things in this situation if you woke up in a uh, hypercube filled with death traps. You would be like, Why well, isn't am I-?
1: that convenient for R.L. Stein? <laughs> isn't
0: that convenient? Right. And so like, I'm 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 instantly brought into that mindset, and I think I think this book is actually kind of fun and interesting in the start. I think it's one of the better books in terms of like getting right to the meat getting right to things happening like you said kevin yeah
1: we're we're even given a little like uh you know a nugget to hang on he says at the end of chapter one i didn't know my life would depend on crazy old phil
0: crazy old phil Crazy old Phil.
1: I'm like who who's that going to be? That's exciting. Can't wait to meet Crazy old Phil.
0: I'm sure Crazy old Phil will not uh, just fill up a single chapter of this book and really just be <laughs> and not really be important a, a stepping stone to the twist ending of the book.
1: Yeah, to, that'll bring it in line with what the cover depicts.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> can, I, can I can I also add that from my, you made the smarter reference of Cube, Paul. Um, mm. A movie that I have not seen, but I've seen most of it via clips on TikTok. Mm-hmm. You guys aware yeah. that like half of TikTok is just movie piracy? It's a really great way to watch movies and think you've seen them. Wow. In two minute clips. Anyway, so I've seen a lot of Cube. Looks like a cool film. Uh, what does this remind me actually more was uh, a, lo- a lesser known Cartoon Network show called Tower Prep. Written created by Paul Dini, uh, Batman writer. Yeah, uh, I don't, I don't know that Tower. What? Yeah, it was Tower Prep. It was during. It was. I only remember because it, it was the summer intern to there, and it was during their live action year. Oh yeah, a mysterious dramatic show about kids who wake up in a kind of similar to this. and maybe go like, oh shit, Tower Prep uh, wakes up in a s- school and you can't escape. And if you run out to the woods, there's like little. Gremlin things that take you back and why are these kids here? Uh more interesting mystery box probably than what goes on in Earth Geeks Must Go. Sure. If anyone's out there who knows, Tower Prep, hit me up.
1: You said this was Cartoon Network?
0: This was this this was the summer where Cartoon Network goes, We're CN real. And they did a bunch of reality shows and a couple scripted shows and everyone really hated it.
1: They're they're out in the woods in this one, uh in this one like screenshot I'm looking at, and it looks exactly like a shot from Bigfoot's Big (laughs) Feet.
0: Oh hell yeah! <laughs> it does. I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> you mean you mean the the infamous episode of Spooky Squad? Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the show that was definitely uh, not influenced by Goosebumps at all. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, can, I know what you mean. Anyway, that, I, if anyone remembers that, that is there's similar opening scenes, but uh, that one was everyone in the school has been kidnapped and put here and doesn't remember why. Right, here. right, right, right. And, and this is just one, well, a couple kids. Don't remember why they're here.
1: That was sort of part of, like, the rising tide of, like, Hunger Games-esque. Yeah, like, uh, Maze, Maze Runner. runner. Yep. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Battle Royale <laughs> influence type stuff that I think is dropping off. but It'll
0: come back around. Kids killing kids is always fun. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's a it, it's a crowd pleaser, for sure. Uh, Jacob is placed into his 12th grade classroom. <laughs> mm. There are lots of words. RL has has fun with it. I think this is RL because he's doing there's a lot of shit in here that he just likes to do.
0: Okay, here's the thing. There's a lot of world building without any thought behind the world building, I feel.
1: Exa- and he loves mm-hmm. that.
0: Yeah. There's no there's no actual world building happening. It's just make up a word and impose the world building entirely on your audience. And not in the good way. Not like in like the fill-in-the-gaps way, like entirely like You figure this shit out.
1: But there's something to be learned there, right? I think there is actually, like, something good in that you can kind of uh, get what the thing is from context clues. It's not the kind of, like, Final Fantasy 13 world building where you need a wiki open to know what anyone's fucking talking about. Right.
0: (laughs) Uh-huh. Yeah, sure.
1: So, like... I don't know, he'll say a word and I like kind of get what he's what he's driving at. Even if the main character's like twelfth, what could that be? I'm like, well it seems like a number. <laughs> <laughs> right,
0: right. It seems like twelve with two letters changed. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's certainly easy there. I think the where I really noticed it was especially in the sport. That occurs later in this, uh, which very much so felt like a, like, I don't actually want to think about what the kids are doing. Like, there's no, in my mind, there was no picture in his brain of what the children were doing. He was just writing lines. Maybe he was loosely thinking of it, but he did no work to paint any actions that the kids were doing. He was just (laughs) having them say what they were doing out loud in an alien with alien terms. And there yes. is no attempt to be like he was flipping in the air, you know. Like make a fucking starship trooper's uh, future football for me or something, you know. Like make give me, so- <laughs> give me something to grip onto. It it didn't seem like this is actually much of a sci-fi different school. It's just what if what if letters were different. I
1: actually really liked the sports scenes. Uh, did where, you? Okay. Because, because they really hit on a very specific anxiety I have, uh-huh. which is I'm fine learning a game, but learning a sport is mm-hmm. always frustrating to me. Okay. Because mm-hmm. It's never something I can wrap like all of my head around rules-wise. Like, but, you're a always, game does,
0: but you're a game maker, man. I know. You ever I just, know. Yeah.
1: That's why it frustrates me, Chad. <laughs> <laughs> that's, the, that's the core of
0: it. <laughs> You, you just always want to be entire. You need to know every mechanic right away.
1: I, I do. And I feel like in a sport, you're letting so many people down when you don't understand the, mm, the mm-hmm. rules of it. Mm-hmm. Like, it just seems like such a fucking bummer for everyone around you. Whereas in a in like a, a a game, like a tabletop game or something, even though I don't love board games or whatever, it's usually like, oh, no, you can't do that. So, like, let's go back a step. Mm hmm. Like, in sports, it's like, oh, I've ruined everyone's, you know, fun communal activity. <laughs>
0: right. The be- the beauty of the um, majestic actions we are going to take together and the flow we will enter as a group unit uh, is, yeah. is is spoiled by the person <laughs> the who doesn't flow. know. The <laughs> flow. Uh-huh. Yeah. But
1: I think that's part of my concern with team stuff. Like, yeah, letting letting the team down is is such like a, a viscerally bad feeling, right?
0: And that's why I don't. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of multiplayer games for that reason because I don't like to me- to mess the team up. If it's a yeah. if mm. it's a co op thing, that's fine because we'll learn together. But it's when it's when everybody's joy, you know, is hinged upon winning, and I fuck that up, it does not feel good. Yeah.
1: So I, that worked for me as far as far as this book goes. There are bright spots to this
0: thing. We'll get yeah, and We'll get into the sport more. And there are I don't know. It, we'll talk about that. So
1: like there's uh, you know, there's the scene where Mr. Cray writes his right stuff on the board and uh, Jacob can't read it. And I'm like, oh, it's a dream because in dreams, you know, you can't. Right. You can't read, I guess. And then, like, the, but then I remember the title's Earth Geeks Must Go, and I was like, it's clearly not a dream.
0: <laughs> well, I was really nervous that it was going to be a dream, Kevin. For the first couple of chapters of this, I was yeah. waiting for the moment where he wakes up or I was waiting for the mystery box to be opened. Like you said, Chad, like I was waiting for the because RL does love to de- do that. He'll do like three or four chapters sometimes and then sure. and then reveal that it was a mystery box and then give you the put you back into the mundane of reality. But he never does that. And I think that's that worked for me in this book. And I do think this book goes to some fun places in terms of like goofy uh, sci-fi, uh, like tropey stuff. Um, yeah. But. Like you like you also said, Kevin, there is there is a series of actions that occur, but there are not any sort of like, I don't think Jacob grows as a person or learns from his experience in any way.
1: Well, Jacob doesn't have traits. He yeah, spends right. a whole chapter talking <laughs> about how he doesn't have any defining traits. Right. It doesn't
0: help if you don't know who you are, I guess. Like, yeah. remember, I guess when you're just a blank slate like that. Okay. Okay. You know what? I will argue something. Jacob is a normal guy. But now he lives in the least normal place ever for him. His normalcy is completely alien at this point. So in a sense, he is a normal guy and he would be a boring run of the mill character. But in this world, he's a total freak because of how normal he is. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, Paul, you're right. This book is amazing. It's great. It's a
0: great good book. <laughs> this whole time, I feel like you guys have been kind of like, this is a pretty good book. <laughs>
1: It's, it's, uh, I, I mean, it's, it's hard for me to fall one way or the other on this because it's, uh, there are like really good bright spots that I think interact with real fear, which is something that I think has been missing from the last couple, uh, Goosebumps 2000 entries. Mm-hmm. Even, um, uh, even Full Moon Fever, which was fucking dope as hell. Right. Wasn't really scary. No. Uh, And this kind of has a creeping terror and confusion to it.
0: Sure. I I don't think this one ever really truly got scary for me, uh, but I know what you're saying. There is something scary about uh, being, just being completely helpless. And like, he goes through all the steps of trying to figure out what's going on and which, uh, we'll get to those too, because there's some funny moments where I'm like, do you really think that this is going to work? Do you really, do you really think?
1: Why don't we get to Armpit Sandwich? Okay, let's get to Armpit Sandwich. um, Yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah.
1: yeah. Mm -hmm. So, He goes to lunch and he's like, thank God we're not in the classroom anymore. I can clear my head. Maybe I'm just hungry. Mm -hmm. I I like how he's like still trying to justify this stuff to him. And I'm like, man, that is like real uh, like kid stuff being like, clearly I'm the one at fault here. Like it's not the environment. (laughs) Uh, And he goes and he sits down and he goes to put his his sandwich into his mouth to eat it. And uh, a girl goes, ew, you're, you're putting the sandwich near your mouth? he's like, what? He looks around and everybody's eating their lunch with their armpits. There's a kid (laughs) who's straight up like shoving a plastic yogurt thing into the the
0: pit. And at first, at first, I'm instantly like, not funny or cool. This is low random. Uh, (laughs) You know, like I'm like, not I'm not into it. But but then we get we carry on into the scene a little bit more. And when someone when he's examining the other people's armpit mouths, uh, you do see that there is a ring of teeth. Around yeah. the armpit mouth. At oh, which point, yeah. No, it's terrifying. At which a, a, point, a
1: lamprey-like I, mouth. A
0: lamprey-like <laughs> mouth. It was horrific. And at that point, I was like, "All right, you've you've saved this. There is some good world building, right? In, in that moment."
1: Yeah, I like the I like the uh, the chunky kid uh, eating with both pits at the same uh-huh, time. Uh huh. Yep. Yep.
0: <laughs> it is funny because they call him a piggy, which I guess implies that pigs also eat with their armpits in this world. Yeah. Huh. Like, huh. Hmm and huh. pigs
1: exist in this universe pigs which definitely, is also interesting.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of questions that are raised by this where it's like, okay, things are slightly off here, but it is really close to our world. So it's like but they well, where were these divergences? Where did these appear from?
1: So like at this point I'm I'm pretty like, all right, let's see what you got. And
0: yeah. Um, yeah, sure. I,
1: I am intrigued.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, tell me tell me more. Yeah, sure. Yeah.
1: Uh Jacob freaks out and he runs out to the woods. Um where he thinks he's being followed, so he runs even deeper into the woods. And like the idea that you could just leave school is like yeah. wild to me because I never thought that was the thing. Yeah, I I,
0: had, I I I could do that a couple times in, in high school. In high school, I could, but in in twelfth tr- grade, I was never able to leave. Yeah, when I was a twelfth <laughs> grader. <I was> crazy.
1: <laughs> um, and uh, he's he has a creature encounter with a bunch of uh, faceless, legless quarter-sized round bugs that begin dra- biting him and draining him of his blood. Mm-hmm. Uh mm-hmm. they are yeah. they're hairy and legless and and squishy and gross. Yeah. And he has a freak out and he runs away. Uh after he pulls them off of him and he bumps into a girl he saw at lunch. He stuck out to him
0: who was staring at him, yeah.
1: And he's like, are you, "Did you follow me here?" and she's like, "You're different." And he's like,
0: "What?" <laughs> I know because I'm different too," she says. It, this yeah. and this book was a lot of a character following this, it, it it like Daisy Chain's multiple characters following uh, J- Jacob around and him being freaked out by them, only to find out that they're actually a helper for him.
1: Yeah, or in or yeah. in the
0: similar situation because he encounters Arlene after the sucker bugs, which are gross and and nasty, and it's a good. Uh, a good moment i think i think was she involved no she wasn't involved in the first su- sucker bug incident right like he gets the sucker no, bug.
1: No, no. he gets sucker bugs and he screams uh because they're really gross right And that's how arlene
0: finds them that's right that's right by the way can i just add i forgot to mention this when we were talking about the armpits uh that RL had teased that this title at one point was escape from the armpit planet uh-huh oh i kind of okay. like that
1: better honestly but that it, would spoil, it kind of spoils that scene if you know that something weird. But like, yeah. also,
0: you're like, is that the main thing y'all have going on? Is just armpits? Is that what you're? It, yeah. Besides the language, I don't really know that there's much different stuff going on here.
1: He, he's kind <laughs> of in like a 1950s like aliens as like code for communists kind of thing, right? Like, right. He's kind of in that sure, mindset. Yeah. He's like, you know, you can't you can't tell a communist by looking at him. Except RL, I don't think has any of these. He, thought is like ah, they just had weird aliens there's no meaning or symbolism or anything (laughs) 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 so yeah uh i I think he's just interested in the aesthetics of this sort of body snatchers sure thing happening here um so we meet arlene and uh arlene doesn't know her last name or where she's from jacob realizes that he doesn't know uh a lot of things right Uh, like he can't access parts of his uh memories but he thinks he has a house. Uh, so he thinks he lives in a house.
0: <laughs> he thinks he lives in a house and he can feel his way toward it. Yeah. I understand that. He's got like a, yeah. I don't know. He's got like a, a, a pri- I don't even have an explanation for it. He got like a little primal uh, tracking tracking goal.
1: Yeah, he's got truths of the heart if he does not have truths of the mind. <laughs> Damn, Kevin.
0: Now, I I can't remember, if, when. do they go to the house next and then they have another bug drop? Here's what here's what happens is
1: they're talking uh, Arlene proves that she's normal by showing her armpits in yep. the woods mm-hmm. uh and then uh, metaphor a bu-
0: for sexual discovery <laughs> Good
1: good job Chad you did it. <laughs> you figured it out. <laughs>
2: Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> right. Uh
1: then a bunch of uh bugs fall on them uh, mm-hmm. and a bunch of kids show up and they whistle at the bugs to get them to stop biting right. the kids and they're like they whistle really loud and sharply
0: and the bugs i think freeze up and fall off of them and then they start calling them splatters
1: and then they have a full on like water balloon fight whipping bugs at each other they
0: they're smashing them between their hands P- yellow pus is exploding out of them and flying everywhere uh and there have been like essentially the the gasoline fight from the beginning of Zoolander with the <laughs> with the splatter bugs and they're having a great time. And and just before this, these things were sucking on our main characters. So we can only assume that part of their essence has been sucked into these things and is being splattered back upon them. It's nasty. And (laughs) and, 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 I I also want to say, Something I noticed multiple times in this book, when the splatter bugs do assault somebody and start to stick mm-hmm. to them, they consistently fall onto people's tongues. In, during the scene where Jacob and Arlene have them fall. A
1: lot on, of bugs in the mouth.
0: Arlene gets one directly on the tongue. And then, yep. the, and then later it is described that they are grunting and sucking as they are on them. And it's fucking <laughs> nasty. It is absolutely foul. But
1: <laughs> these are gross little dudes. These
0: are gross little dudes. Uh, and the turn for them later is quite quite interesting.
1: Yeah. So, uh, the splatter fight happens and.
0: well, it Actually, and he even uses the words, this starts a splatter war. <laughs> this is how you lose the splatter war. Yeah. One of the, one of the girls
1: from lunch, Myrna is like, Hey, you guys aren't allowed to be in the woods to which they don't counter. Well, you're in the woods. Right. Right. <laughs> so y- you're also not allowed to be in the place you are. So I guess we're all in trouble.
2: Mm hmm. <laughs>
0: But instead, they go, "No, no, no! We shall narc upon you, and then, and then we will be forgiven of our woods crimes." Children, take note:
1: if you're a narc, you can do whatever you want. You
0: can do any crime <laughs> as long as you can find somebody to put the t- to patsy the crime onto. You're good. Yeah.
1: Cop RL showing up again. The children are like, "We should talk to an honored elder," and they take the, they take, the they take the, they take the cast of, of kooky kids. Uh, to the principal's office and uh he, his name is mr trager uh and i just kind of imagined ted Danson because they said he had silver hair uh-huh.
0: oh so, i like that yeah right. a little good place good casting yeah
1: and um there's a classic authority figure makes a badly timed joke where yep. he's like you've done a fatal crime and he's like <laughs> nah just kidding ah i'm just fucking with you and then
0: uh (laughs) relax kid relax have fun ease up
1: and then uh he's like well don't cause any more trouble and and jacob don't do the eating with your mouth thing again that's just disgusting Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. he's like okay uh so they leave the principal's office and but
0: but but he's just like dismissing like that was a weird thing you did move on yeah not like we should contact a scientist
1: i think maybe it's probably like a classic like class clown kind of thing
0: uh where they're from
1: A, a a, a classic joke but not not appropriate for schools you like you have to reprimand it right 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 like like all comedy should be illegal
0: <laughs> you know i don't disagree kevin <laughs> uh but so they, they are sent back and i believe that they still have a splatter on their hands yeah
1: yeah so this is a scene that actually ends up mattering which i found very surprising. It truly does uh and it,
0: <laughs> it 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 sets up it establishes a um character trait that will be uh thrown to the side and ultimately will be useless at the yeah. end of the book
1: it's almost like he saw us, uh, uh, like making notes in the future that like none of his character <laughs> traits ever like pay off or like, of the, mm-hmm. little, never like sets up treats for us. And he does set up a treat for us. He does one foreshadowing, which does make this literature. Thanks, RL. Thanks for thanks for that treat. Thank you, RL.
0: Arlene refuses to involve herself in the splatter war, and she says, "I will not kill a living creature. They're a living creature," and she's very sweet about it. And she she keeps it alive. And they they decide that they're going to do some some exploration and try and figure out what's going on. So they, they, they're going to escape school again. Um, yeah. So they, he, so it's, it's actually great. Um, they have the splatter and it's kind of their excuse to go outside and leave school. Uh, and Jacob sees a playground uh, off of the school campus. So he takes the bug that um, drops on you and sucks on you and throws it into the children's play yeah. area. Yeah. Yeah. That'll, that'll teach him what well, that'll teach him. And then uh, he is spotted by, he spots a creepy man in a, in a dirty raincoat. Uh, who's yelling at him to come to him? He's summoning him.
1: And I was like, oh, cool. It's crazy old Phil. That's amazing. Well, yeah. Hey, crazy old Phil. Where, he's here. Crazy, super definitely crazy old Phil. Mm-hmm. No doubt in my mind, that is crazy old Phil. Yep
0: it's not crazy I'll Phil we'll find it's out soon
1: it's, we'll find out it's not something much weirder yeah so I think they go to the
0: library here right uh
1: yeah, okay so they suffer through the rest of the day of the school where we learn about Ploja and the writer Thomas maroon oh and, that's right uh, right, the, right right there are 14 hours in a in a, uh, on the clock mm-hmm. and then uh we pass by some kids playing scrog ball or whatever and they get a double meaner but dispute it because the screg wasn't on the krill or whatever
0: yeah you scratch uh they someone scratches um yep. yeah there's some good there's some good terms but again don't think he ever really attempts to uh, make this into a real sport in his head, like it would be nice if he yeah. at least came up with the basic premise, so that these words were referring to something that you could maybe get some. I, I get it's supposed to feel yeah. alien. I understand that. So, future Goosebump fans at the Goosebump conventions that happen every year should be able to play the play game. This yes, game. Yes, they need yeah, to be yeah, able. Yeah, yeah. I've seen what RL does to
1: literature. I don't want to see what he does to game design. <laughs> what
0: well, he does to <laughs> game. Okay, fair. It would be Calvin Ball as shit, I imagine. If he if he planning games out the way he writes, it I certainly imagine. has some Calvin Ball energy already, for sure.
1: Then they sit down and try to remember really hard for a while. They just sit on the sidewalk and try super hard to remember things. Right. Uh, then they go to a library, and e- eagle eagle eared listeners may. F- may <laughs> They recall that uh, uh, they don't know how to read in this
0: universe. <laughs> it's it's so infuriating because you should never be ahead of your character. Your reader should never be ahead of your characters. But like everything we have been shown for the first mm-hmm. 10 chapters of this book has shown us that this is an alien world without an English language. Uh, yeah. So why they think the library will be a different place, I do not know. There is zero logic in this choice, but we go along with them regardless. Their brains hurt. Their brains yep. do hurt, so maybe they'll go to the place that helps with brain hurt, which is the library, I guess.
1: They run full tilt out of the library for no reason, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. and oh, they also <laughs> see people reading the books with their tongues by by licking the bumps on the pages,
0: which is kind of a fun yeah. little, uh, yeah. a, kind of a fun little change because it's like, oh, well, they don't use their mouths for uh, for eating, so they have to use them for something, and they use it for reading. Uh, but Put- but. Soggy books, guys. You're going to have some really soggy books. Yeah, exactly. Books. The, unless we're talking about this is special like metal paper. Yeah, like in uh, that Mystery Science Theater, show, uh, start Planet Ship Earth or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. with metal paper. Otherwise, yeah, th- th- these books are not going to survive more than a couple reads. Also, ugh.
1: I, I can see a, a situation where like there's just like a pile of dental dams, uh, like <laughs> in the library. Uh-huh, and yeah, like, put one of these on, and then you can read and and, and uh, hygienically.
0: But still, somehow, no sex education in the school.
1: No, no, but
0: you know, dental dams. Yeah,
1: <laughs> and then, um, yeah, they they run out. The crazy guy with the raincoat is chasing them again. Yep. they run to what uh what Jacob thinks is home, right? Um, and it's like a weird, like
0: empty. It's just a house with no pictures. Generic house. Yeah, yeah there's no pictures or any sort of like clues as to like who lives here. It's like a very like it's like a, it's a serial killer's home. <laughs>
1: But there is a TV on to do some world building and exposition. Mm-hmm. There you go. And we get
0: um, there's a great now there's like a great Robocop moment here where there's a, a game show called Guess the Flavor where yep. uh, tubes of, of flavored liquid are poured into the armpits of the contestants. Um, and we learn that they do have cherry uh, and other flavors <laughs> uh, similar to Earth. Again, everything is pretty similar to Earth except the whole armpit thing and splatters.
1: That, that's a that's a very R.L thing is game shows yeah he likes that has he done a game show goosebumps uh, that we've read?
0: We done give yourself goosebumps had one right i think so. yeah I imagining that yeah i think there was a, a death game show
1: and Horrorland ties in the idea of reality shows or whatever reality shows yeah. and
0: they have game show type games you know like yeah. carnival, carnival games which monster tv yeah. yeah what do you think rl's favorite game show is we had to go. Uh price is right. Yeah, that'd be my guess as well. It's yeah. And RL is a RL is a, a work from home. He's been working from home way before it was cool. Uh he had the ability to take a midday nap and watch Prices Right. So he's he's yeah. a prices writer for sure. I think I think you're right. My my second guess would be uh let's make a deal. I yeah. think I think he probably likes the wild terror of what's behind that door. Okay. <laughs> He likes the mystery of what's behind the door. That's about the scariest he can handle. Oh, it's a ski-doo. Oh, no. Uh,
1: it's a goat. <laughs> <laughs> You're getting goated. let's make a deal. Yeah, you know,
0: just a whole goat. We gave you an animal to take care of? Sorry. All right. Uh, Have a
1: tremendous burden. Um... <laughs> So uh, yeah, guess the flavor, and then there's like a cartoon where two mice are chasing a dog, and I'm like, what the, what's that about?
0: What's what's, that yeah, about watch it? more. I want to watch more of that cartoon.
1: <laughs> is that showing <laughs> how different things are in this universe, or is that a reflection? Is that like a? Are cartoons normal here? Because that seems like a weird cartoony kind of thing. Right. I don't know what's happening with that.
0: Don't don't know, but we quickly sw- uh, switch to news channel where it is revealed that some Earth Geeks have arrived, uh, and they are here to murder everybody, and they must be stopped. And the
1: the the title is said: "Earth Geeks must go." Earth Geeks must Go. must go.
0: And the this makes Jacob and Arlene realize that they must be the Earth Geeks themselves.
1: Yep. <laughs> Jacob bumps his head, uh, looking around the house for clues, and he remembers he's from Wisconsin.
0: Yeah, he too excitedly <laughs> runs towards what he thinks is his, like, I think his shelf in his room, slips, bumps his head, and goes, oh shit, I'm from Wisconsin. And that has zero <laughs> bearing on the rest of the story, other than he knows he's from Wisconsin. I'm a fucking chatterhead. Uh, I At this point in the story, reading through it, I had assumed everyone kind of knew that. Jacob was like not a you know a human, and they're all there's some sort of like they live sort of thing, or like invasion of the bystanders where we, we no we know you're human, no. but like we're just trying to keep you keep your head down, and and it wasn't until the news report I'm like oh no no one realizes they just think that like they're just really oblivious to the very obvious differences between them, you know, maybe it's good you know maybe it's a this is a a positive for this alien culture they're not too judgmental. I guess that's true. They're like, what a cool alien now that doesn't eat from his armpits or does, does weird wacky stuff like that. Yeah, I they, mean, they're
1: pretty ju- they're pretty judgmental. On, on, I guess on they that.
0: are, but they're not too rude about it. They don't they don't uh, they don't assume he's an alien. <laughs> he's literally reprimanded by the principal. S- simpler answer is these aliens are dumb as hell.
1: Well, yeah, that's all. We also find out that that is extremely true. Yeah. Uh And they they briefly consider inflicting more head trauma on each other to jog more (laughs) memories, but decide that might not be a good idea. I could see R.L. definitely running with that.
0: That'd be an amazing, like, last half of this book is just them beaming each other over the head, recalling things.
1: Mm It (laughs) would be incredibly stupid, and I could tell he probably wanted to do that, like, once but they get they
0: let him have one one bang to the head the, the sensor the sensors were like mm, a kid could trip and fall but if they're self-inflicting these hits that's repeatable behavior we can't
1: have that. yeah s&p won't have that no. um, mm-hmm. then rl wastes the page by giving them a completely <laughs> stupid plan uh that they don't even execute on right but is incredibly flawed even even by their own yeah ex- explain like, it
0: explain it what's their plan
1: they're going to go back to school, break into the school. Right. Find the files mm-hmm. in the, in the school. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Remember, they can't read. <laughs> yep.
0: <laughs> Maybe these will be different, Kevin. Maybe for some reason these will be in English.
1: They're going to hope for some reason there'll be files on them in English, in English that they can learn about themselves on.
0: But before they can before they can do this, a a crazy man who has been chasing them this whole time grabs them and says, Gotcha.
1: Yeah. He, he like fucking kicks down the door and like, uh, uh, home invaders their house. And, uh, they get into a closet and he's like, I gotcha. And then he opens the door and he's like, I'm your dad.
0: Yeah. I, I'm, I, I, <laughs> sorry I used the threatening term gotcha. Uh, when really what I meant was I'm here to help. And I could have used those words instead.
1: Hello. I'm your father. <laughs> Start with that,
0: dad. I, I have you now trapped forever is what he. <laughs> Yep, did not need to know. Yeah. And
1: he says, you two are brother and sister. And they're like,
0: cool. Uh, and he pr- he proves that he <laughs> is their father by calling Jacob Jakey, which is uh, Jacob's nickname. I, you know, Jacob, that's probably not the most secure uh, thing. It's probably, you know, I don't know if most people would go to Jakey. I would assume that that would be the, the quick uh, shorthand, but I, I don't know. If he knew his true magic name, then maybe I'd understand. <laughs> yeah, his deep How name. How did
1: you almost know my name? <laughs>
0: I'm your father,
1: Jakey. And he shows off his armpit, so we know that he's not an right. armpit man. At this We'd... point,
0: did you guys believe that he actually was the father? Sh- yeah. Sure. Yeah, I didn't. I wasn't. <laughs> I, I wasn't. It,
1: no. It's not that I trusted him. It's just I trusted RL to not surprise me.
0: <laughs> exactly. I wasn't expecting this to make any sudden twist after this.
1: I knew how much RL needed this, you know. He just really needed this to thing just to go develop. along with it. Yeah. 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 So I'm like, "All right, man. And uh Dad's plan is to send him back to
0: school." Yeah, Dad's plan's great. It's it's blend into this culture which you've already done a terrible job of blending into. I'm sure you guys can handle it for 2 to 3 more days while I uh, mm-hmm. while I break into places and try and uh do, do the same <laughs> useless uh, logic <laughs> absence of logic plans. Uh and I love that Jacob is like all right, and this is this is a quote here coming up. Uh, he's like, "Can we do it? Can can we?" The answer, sadly, is no.
1: <laughs> yeah, they basically immediately fuck up, and the it's gym class that sinks them. Mr. Grody, great name for it, gym teacher. Yeah, Mr. Mm-hmm, <laughs> fantastic. Mm-hmm. You know, this book is good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Grody, the gym teacher, uh, gives. Jacob the Cube and says he has first Blex and, uh, there's Thrules and harbs and stuff. It's another, it's another repeat, but a different sport, it seems, from the one with right. meaners and, and other things. So, uh, they all, f- they all figure out that you can't Blex, uh, mm-hmm. for shit. And the kids start chanting, calling them Earth Geeks.
0: That's what did it. Out of all these other things, it was just the sport.
1: They can't play a sport. They're, they're Earth Geeks. And I'm like, okay, yep. That's, that's anxiety. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> like yeah, I'm gonna get run out of town for for not knowing this like one like social thing. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. they, to quote, "Do you know the rules of the game that everyone starts playing at the age of three? <laughs> God
1: damn it! And I'm like,
0: cool. We're saying some things about
1: conformity. Like these are arbitrary things. Like, uh-huh. you know, I, I I do think this scene is actually pretty strong, despite having you know dumb language and not a single. Indication of how to play the thing, but that's kind of the point. I don't know. I'm going to give RL a pass on this one. I think it's an actually
0: pretty why, good. Pretty why good are scene. they even speaking the same language? I don't understand what's, I don't understand that's, how that works. It's it, it, like, it's the, that's the thing I'm saying is like, that's what I don't like about this, like, oh, alien sport or, you know, uh, like, like there's these small little changes, but this culture is so close and everything. Like, it's just, I get that you can't have it be in another language, but it feels like, just it doesn't feel like he really tried. It just feels like he he just come, came up with a couple Susian words that he peppered in throughout, <laughs> and that's it. And that yeah. was the extent of the world building, you know.
1: But this is the last time it'll feel like he's going anywhere because things just completely disintegrate yes. from here. Yeah, they're rushed into uh, the principal's office. Uh, he does a simple Earth geek test on them that they fail. Where uh, he asks, like, "Can you name the seven continents on our planet?" And he's like, "Uh, yeah, there are seven continents on the planet." And he goes, seven is an Earth number." And he goes, "Fuck, you fucking got me, dude!" <laughs> and then while the principal is busy celebrating and doing the worm, they jump out the window. They, they
0: make their escape. <laughs> he's just doing, he's just doing the running man as he's like. <laughs>
1: He's just so happy!
0: <laughs> I finally did it. He's thinking about how he's going to turn these Earth geeks in and get his goat reward that he's been working he's towards. Get that goat! What is their like? What just like what is their understanding of the universe? They're aware of Earth, but have never like made contact with dude, Earth. But like, dude, we're, don't, don't worry, don't worry, we're going to get there. Don't think,
1: don't think about it because like, how do okay. they know about Earth at all? Is an excellent question.
0: There is the loosest of plot contrivances holding together the fact that Earth and these this planet and other planets are uh, connected in some way. It is absurd. Sure, okay. It is absurd.
1: So, we meet Dad again, and uh, they're like, Dad, uh, the shit's fucked.
0: They got us, Dad. <laughs> Dad, they got us.
1: We're found out. They got us. We got God. He's like, alright, well, let's steal a car. Uh and- <laughs>
0: <laughs> and again, and again we are presented with a car, a vehicle, just like a vehicle on earth, except the wheel is square and there are no pedals no! and it's just it's just <laughs> a little different. Uh just a little different enough to be annoying to our characters uh but not to actually present any idea of what the culture on this world is like the the steering wheel's on uh, the right side except for the british adaptions of this book where it's on (laughs) the left side Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) fucking crazy dude and uh and dad in a in what i'm seeing as a recurring motif in rl stein's work which makes me wonder about something Mm -hmm. uh dad immediately gets his kids into a dangerous and life threatening car crash.
0: This is mm-hmm. I, I love it when R- RL books um have real life horror in it. And this is true <laughs> life uh car accident horror occurs. There's been a there's been a lot of these I've noticed in the last couple of Goosebump books. Yeah. Right? Like we I just feel like the ones we most respond to is at some point the kids are almost killed in a car. Yeah.
1: And the dad is driving. And I'm like, RL <laughs> Are you trying to express something here? Right. Does
0: something, something happen to you when Papa, Grandpapa LRL and an old Cadillac or something?
1: Open up to us, man. We're close at this point. Yeah. And they wake up in a different principal's office, Mayor Governor Dermar. The
0: Mayor Governor, yes. He is mentioned earlier. Um, that's an alien term, Mayor Governor, I guess. Um, <laughs> and uh, they're in a prison. Uh, uh, Jacob is a little beat up. Uh, Dad has, I believe, a cut on his head. Uh, he's got, like, a bandage on his head, and uh, Arlene broke her arm, uh, which yep. is, again, playing into the real car accident horror. Uh, but then mm-hmm. they, are, they are shuffled, and the the cops come into the prison cell, grab them out, take them to Mayor Governor DeMar's office, where he reveals that um they know they are Earth geeks and that they will, they want the weapon. He keeps saying, Dad, give me the weapon.
1: Yeah, surrender the weapon. And he's like, we don't know what you're talking about. We don't know that no weapon with the oil of.
0: With oil of Tom Clancy, an interrogation <laughs> scene takes place. This scene again, now we're dealing with fucking torture because it cuts to <laughs> yeah. yep. it, cuts, it cuts to Jacob hanging upside down in torture media res. Uh where he's where he, the blood is pulsing in his head. He's being lowered to a vat that is similar to, quote, a vat uh, a, a <laughs> witch's cauldron. A witch's cauldron that (laughs) cannibals would use to cook a person. Sure. Yeah, Uh, sure. But it's filled with a pulsing liquid that he can't quite make out until he is lowered in to splatters. The splatters are back, baby. They're being used as a torture device now.
1: And me in my naivety, I was like, oh, cool. We're reusing a thing. That's great. Right. Uh Uh-huh. Like, cool. That actually kind of builds things out. Um. Yeah, they're dunked in the splatters, and they're like, "We don't know where the weapon
0: is. We don't know, and we don't, now don't know who you. we are." Is what they should have been saying more and more. Like, yeah, yeah, they had Please help. They're us. not lying. Uh, and a splatter uh, rolls onto his tongue once again. Uh, and yeah. in fact, multiple instances of of tongueings uh, by the splatters occur. <laughs> it is gross. Uh, they're going in his mouth. He can't breathe. He's being submerged, but he's hearing a voice inside of his head.
1: Yeah, and it's the splatter leader, uh, uh, Grolf, reaching out with his mind to mm-hmm. be like, be not afraid. Just tell them you have the weapon and, the- and let leave the rest to us. And he's like, all right, voice in my head. But he doesn't really do anything. His dad just kind of says, all right, we'll tell you where the weapon is. Right, <laughs> so it's like, also,
0: don't, also don't chew on me, Grolf says. <laughs> right, yeah. right. The, it, it's one of those extremely frustrating rl moments where the main character has a chance to act and is robbed of any uh ab- any uh, any agency uh and the dad that it seems like dad is going along with it but the dad is not the dad just decided to uh lie in that moment um to save their lives um and then it turns out that uh Grolf begins to talk to him right they after they are dropped out yeah they're mm-hmm. they're
1: taken out and and uh the The president, whatever, the mayor governor is like, hey. Mayor governor, get it. Come on, on, let's let's keep it straight here. Let's fucking goosebuds. All right. Yeah. the (laughs) The mayor governor is like, all right, tell us where the weapon is. And they're like, okay, we will. But first. And then the cauldron tips over and all the splatters come out and they swarm. Uh, the the mayor governor and his guards. Which they run like out of the gymnasium. I just kind of pictured this taking place in the school gym. I don't I, know
0: It why. seems like it's <laughs> taking place in the school, but all I know is the protocol for utilizing these creatures, which obviously they are at war with, we learned about very soon, is really yeah. loosey-goosey here because they right. there were no contingency plans for the fact that the cauldron could just tip. Yeah, but also they're using them as like a security system. Yeah. Yeah, they're using the enemies and their eternal war on this planet as the torture device, uh And that's what I'm saying. there's just no protocols for uh containing these things, so the bugs revolt uh and they ha- they're like finally we have found ourselves in a room with the mayor Governor. Now we can make our strike <laughs> and end this and end this war for once and for all. we'll cut off the snake's head uh and and they they do uh essentially begin the murder process uh
1: yeah and the and both the guards and the and the mayor. Governor, despite knowing that this uh, opposition force exists and using them for their own torture means
0: they're completely overwhelmed.
1: They, they're completely overwhelmed. They don't know the whistle trick.
0: They don't know the wh- dude, dude. Oh I, my God. This is a moment where they don't know the the whistle trick. Here's a here's a world building moment. Everybody has a whistle around their neck. Every every yeah, kid sure. wears a whistle, oh, right? Cool. And it's yeah. like, what's the fucking whistle for? And they never use it until they save them. And that first part, instead of teaching them how to whistle, they're like, "Where's your whistle at?" You know, have that be an object, an alien object that has some world building, right? Yeah, or do even make it easy to identify as a whistle? Make whistle, make it a, <laughs> an you know, like a little like a little gourd or something. You're like, what's that? About? Right, exactly. Never... Some some strange
1: object, right? And that would explain why the splatters would actually need the Earth geeks. Like, they could be like. Get close to them. Grab their Remove whistles. Remove their
0: whistles. Right. But no, we don't do that.
1: No. no. Uh, the splatters form a pyramid. Mm-hmm. With Grolf at the top. With Grolf at the top, uh, which is a, a red flag for me. Mm-hmm. So it shows a hierarchical <laughs> society. <Yep.
0: laughs> and, and also, we should clarify before we get too deep into this. Grolf lets Jacob know that they are a highly intelligent and sentient species of creature.
1: Yeah. Right. They, and they're like, they don't like us. Because We look weird. They, they don't like us because we look weird, but we're way smarter than them.
0: Right. Which I believe at this point, the aliens yeah. have not been, no. vi- yeah, have been real dumb.
1: Groth asks them for the weapon, which is the wristwatch never before mentioned, but worn <laughs> on, uh, maybe it was mentioned. I, <laughs> I, I don't think it was. It. I don't think yeah, it was no. ever mentioned. It was. It's dad's wristwatch has a bomb in it. Uh, right. They're like, give us the wristwatch uh, and we'll send you back home. Or maybe they will. And Jacob takes it. And then like, the most complicated, I don't understand. Seemingly this. complicated move throws the watch away because they're like the wristwatch is a bomb, and we're going to use it to kill the armpit aliens.
0: It, does, it It's not even. It's not even a throw. He smashes it, and it <laughs> yeah. says he smashes the crystal. Which I don't know what the crystal was. Was that part of the explosive it device? The, it was the detonator. Maybe I don't. But 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 wait. Also, I, I wanted you guys to help explain this to me. It is The entire reason this book is happening is because of this bomb. Yes. Right. That the splatters reveal that they wanted to fight back against their oppressors that seemed to capture them and use them as defense forces around a school or torture devices in a cauldron. But also the splatters had the ability to go off planet and kidnap these humans and memory wipe them right and bring weapons from earth I think bring weapons from earth and plant a bomb on their them because they said this will be where our enemies will never look right
1: yeah in order to turn them into terror mules
0: I guess yeah Right, it's so complicated. Is the bomb their bomb? Did they have? It, was it an American bomb? I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> they were like, if it was like we we infiltrated your MI6 and we took the weapons from your Q, your your pen weapons and your your watch weapons, right? Oh, like, like, or like it'd be cool if it was like America's greatest export is murder weapons. And, Damn. you know, like that's like, like that would have been cool if he made some sort of industrial complex reference, you know, like but. No, we don't even get that. There's loosey-goosey rules being made here.
1: Or if if splatters are weak to high-pitched noises or whatever, maybe like... We needed the orange soda in your back, <laughs> <laughs> right? Like,
0: <laughs> wait, what, wait, not what would the orange soda do? Protect from
1: it, like it would be the aliens' high pitched noise or whatever. It'd be oh, the aliens' weakness. We needed it a substance it. that is common on Earth or something it, like that.
0: It's me. It's me. Act for trolls and Ernest scared stupid. I get it. Right? Yeah. Yes. Thank you. That's a great reference. Yeah. Thank you. A literary
1: <laughs> reference. We all understand. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and yeah, so I, I'm right now in my mind, I'm like, all right, Jacob is like, the, the cycle of violence can't continue. Mm-hmm. like <laughs> they, they can't retaliate with, uh, with like a weapon of mass destruction. You know, I'm going to sacrifice myself for my own principles
0: and no more, uh, no more child bomb mules. He says, right.
1: Uh, and Arlene's principles, which is you shouldn't kill living things. Right. And I'm like, okay, that could be an interesting kind of message. It seems a little, uh, heady for RL, but could work. Uh, and, and like we don't really know why he does it He just says like I was inside their minds <laughs> And I could see that they did not intend to let <laughs> us live He could feel
0: his hate right He could feel the hate of uh, Yeah. But instead of like you said ending the cycle of violence He instead decides to commit genocide in that moment <laughs> And kill thousands of splatters <laughs> that are highly intelligent Yeah. Yeah
1: because the watch also emits a high pitched sound when it is crushed
0: I read that as he just set off the alarm on it uh, oh okay, yeah. But I don't know why he smashed it first. I, I, I'm with you, Kevin. It is very unclear exactly what's it's happening got, It's got like a, it's got like a car alarm on it. Yeah, is that what you're saying. Yeah.
1: So, so the 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 fucking head leader guy, the mayor, uh, governor, the mayor, governor, mayor, mm-hmm. governor, mm-hmm. Mayor-, mayor, governor. governor. John Mayor Governor shows back up and uh, <laughs> he wa-
0: says they're walking around the room and the there's this is a quote the only sound is the crunch of splatter bodies under our shoes which was again let's remind the the listener these are highly intelligent, intelligent creatures
1: yeah and the the Mayor Governor comes in and he says you're not going anywhere because you're national heroes and then they have a big party
0: <laughs> they have a <laughs> days long party with cake. And champagne for some reason
1: yeah they're fucking drinking
0: and the mayor governor's doing the worm he's been doing the worm for days he's uh, been doing
1: the worm for so long <laughs> his abs are, are they, they're going out like he can't he can't sustain it
0: His abs are spasming so hard that he needs to ingest <laughs> large quantities of chocolate cake to get sugar and salt into his body to stop the spasms.
1: He keeps ripping out the IVs he's connected to, to because like, <laughs> right. he's doing the worms right. still. I, I,
0: I have to celebrate more, or yeah. this war was all I for ha- naught. I have to use the spasms for further wormings, is what he says.
1: His wife is there, and she's like, please, stop doing the worm. Please, <laughs> just
0: stop doing it. Let the Come doctors home, help you. Come home, I miss you. you. <laughs> Come
1: home. And he's like, no, I'm married to the worm now. <laughs> And uh, everyone cries because uh, they, you know, are confronted with the f- true face of addiction, a, a president who can't stop doing <laughs> worm. And they get drunk and they're like, we really wish you wouldn't call us Earth Geeks. And in between doing the worm, the mayor governor says, oh, on our planet, that's a compliment. What? <laughs> on our planet, geek is a compliment. Weren't we fugitives from the law?
0: Yeah. That's I, that's a very good point. I don't know <laughs> what exactly... I don't know that this was really well thought out about what was happening here. I think choices were made and followed through with, and that was simply it, which we can applaud we, that at least he got it done, the job. Uh,
1: on our planet, <laughs> it's a compliment.
0: It got to the final chapter. It's an accomplishment. <laughs> like, when on the TV when they announced Earth Geeks are here, it was that wasn't a, like... Look out! Some he- some real heroes are here. It was like find and kill. Right. Yes. They must go. Earth
1: Geeks must go. Not to a party, but you know, in general.
0: <laughs> what if that had been the twist? Yeah, what well, it literally was when you said, Kevin. Earth Geeks must go to a fun party we're thrown for them.
1: What do they think they're saying? Earth badasses must go? <laughs> like <laughs> it pissed me off.
0: I'm with you. I don't freaking know. But he Jakey is like can't all right, we we saved your lives. The party's getting a little tiresome. We'd really like to go home. And to which the mayor governor lets them know, I'm sorry, bro, we ain't got uh, space travel. You killed all the guys that know how to do space travel. <laughs>
1: you, killed all of, you killed all of the bugs that knew how to do space travel enough to abduct you and get you here. And they're like, oh, should have thought that one through,
0: Jakey. Uh-huh. But crazy old Phil, who was mentioned in chapter one, might know how to get you there.
1: But the alternative to, to leaving in crazy old Phil's rocket is staying and getting surgical mouths that's on your right. armpits. That's right. Why?
0: Why would they make you do that,
1: man? Because because you gross them out so much with how you
0: eat food with your mouth. You must conform. Please conform. Just throw a blanket over them. Let them eat in peace. They yeah. even talk about how they'll drill them into them. It's not even like yeah. a, a refined surgery. It's a drilling process. No, that's true.
1: Yeah, and they they hold their hand up for a high five, which is not
0: reciprocated. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I do love I do love that he, they're having this conversation to which the soldier walks up and says, What about crazy old Phil? And I love that they just call this guy crazy old Phil. Yeah. He's just known as crazy old Phil. He is uh,
1: known by the president. Like, as- and he he,
0: <laughs>
1: he appears to be a foremost researcher in his field, like
0: I cannot get my grasp around the world of this. There like, is just none. The- there's no world. I know. It's, uh, yeah. That's yeah. the problem. The problem is there's no world. Uh, so they, they're they like, well, you know, if you want to talk to crazy old Phil, he's he's brilliant, but he's crazy. Uh, you can, you sure can try.
1: And they're like, sure, fuck it.
0: Fuck yeah, it. Yeah. yeah we'll, die. we'll
1: die for this. I'd rather,
0: I do not, <laughs> I don't want to watch you do the worm anymore. I'm done. So they go to yeah. crazy old Phil. I love that before they leave, Demar shrugs after they're like, we'll take our chances on crazy old Phil. And this is a quote again. You are national heroes, he says. If you want to risk your lives, I cannot say no. But I hope you do not become dead national heroes.
1: You're the president, <laughs> dude. You're the mayor, governor. You can you can't say no to national.
0: By our laws if yeah, you supersede me, you could t- you could kill me right now if you want to. <laughs> A editor read this book and read the sentence, but I hope you do not become dead national heroes and said that is good for children. That is okay. <laughs> Those are good words that are full of meaning and need to be in this book. Hey, I have some notes about you can't make the title Earth Geeks Must Die, but we can definitely talk about some. But this line this is book. this line is fine.
1: So, so they go to Crazy Old Phil. Crazy Old Phil says, I'm crazy. And they're like, all right, no need to explain. Uh, crazy Old Phil puts them in the rocket. Rocket ignites. They go into space time mm-hmm. in order to arrive before when they
0: left. Mm-hmm.
1: Why? Why? <laughs> sure. Uh, they and they they, cra- <laughs> they crash land in a, in a 1950s looking suburb right. uh, where they see some normal people. And they're like, "Hey, normal people!" And then the normal people are like, "Hey!" And then they remove their human heads to reveal tiny lizard heads piloting the people. It's a cool ending. Ruh-roh. Ruh-roh. Okay, okay. So,
0: like, instantly, I have a better ending, and I wrote it down as soon as I was, done, I was like, "Why?" Did they not land on the splatter dominated planet and have to, you know, have a comeuppance at least? Like, at least, like, don't make it just be uh, some sure. nebulous ass ending where it's just like, well, more alien stuff. No, fucking make them pay. You know, if we're going to do, if you're going to have main characters that are, have no character traits and no growth whatsoever, at least make them suffer at the end so that you could be <laughs> like, they are not good people. They deserve to suffer. This was not even, this was not even a bad end as much as just like, oh, well, now we got to get used to these purple headed hells. Right.
1: They it's- did commit genocide.
0: They deserve to have uh, their comeuppance on Splatter Planet.
1: I think it would have been a baller move if uh, if the rocket just did explode and then uh, and then <laughs> these last thoughts were shouldn't have trusted crazy old Phil. Like, <laughs> yeah, my life, like, Just
0: roll the dice and lost. Like <laughs> it's it'll it would have as much bearing uh, and as much weight as the actual ending of the book. Probably more. Yeah,
1: I guess I guess you can't kill children in space flight either.
0: No. God damn it.
1: So it is a series of things that happened, this book.
0: And the crazy thing is, like, there were so many moments where it was actually kind of fun. Like, we were talking about, like, the mystery box aspect of it was kind of fun. And I actually liked that because it, it, it made it so that he didn't have to do his normal steps of, like, normal children life and fake outs of, like, you know, oh, it seems like it's a horror, but it's not, And which he had a couple of in this, but far less. There were actual horrors, there were actual weird things occurring because it was outside of our normal existence. It was fun, but it just didn't feel like...
1: But towards the end, he just kind of shits it out. He's just like, yeah, here's a bunch of stuff that doesn't make sense with any of the other things I did. I like that, you know, again, there is a, like, there is an action, a kindness that takes place that they're rewarded for, Mm -hmm. but making the bugs, like, warmongers or whatever, just, like, it kind of it kind of removes any connection i have with the universe. i was like is this is this going to be a book where kindness ends up being the thing that saves humanity? of course not.
0: no. i think i think it seems to lose completely off the tracks around the point of you're saying as soon as the bugs are warmongers. i'd say the point where like but i then i realized the bugs were also going to betray us so i just kind of make this whole thing yeah, not matter, and I destroyed the bomb. You're like, so what are we even doing here? Like, it's it just he should have worked the bugs. They should have destroyed. They should have uh, re- reversed genocide this planet, and then lived lived as <laughs> yeah, God. A different genocide is what I'm asking. A for. I'm just asking for a, a, a kinder genocide. Mm-hmm. <laughs> God, that sounds like a good. That sounds like a good po- like post punk song. A kinder, a kinder genocide. genocide. Well, <laughs> yeah, I this one. This one. Uh, this one is no. I'm not into this one. Actually, I'm over it. Yeah, some good imagery, but ultimately had promise. Uh, did not did not pay off on the promise. Yeah, I'm, I'll tell you this: I'm ready to get the fuck out of Goosebumps 2000. Like we one got, more. we got one more. We have Ghost in the Mirror. That sounds scary. Mirror ghosts are very scary. Uh, I, I I'm hoping that this one will hit and be one of the good of the Go- Goosebumps series 2000. It seems like yeah. it's been about every other. So hopefully we're <laughs> due.
1: I'm weirdly looking forward to this last one. I think maybe, uh, maybe he'll end it. He'll stick the landing.
0: Yeah, let's see. Let's see if he can. Uh, I think it's been a, a bit of goosebuds, uh, yeah. guys. Thanks for thanks for Kevin especially. Thank you for recapping so well. Hey, no problem. Uh, you guys got like you know any any podcast business you guys want to talk about? Any um, cool well, stuff you want to share?
1: Well, I think I think people should uh if if they feel like it they should support the show on patreon dot com slash goosebuds uh
0: that'd like be it. fantastic
1: Because mm-hmm. a uh, little known little known fact uh you can uh uh receive <laughs> extra uh episodes sorry it's really hot <laughs> 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 you
2: you can get extra
1: episodes of camp goosebuds uh, by supporting us it's a whole other podcast where we just hang out and banter uh i think you guys would like i think folks would like it if they if only
0: they knew um if only they could, they could experience it to, it, to, it to know yeah yeah. Yeah. Also you get to, uh certain levels, you get your name in the uh book of book of names, at the end of this episode, which you'll hear right after this. Which is a fun way uh to playfully uh have a good time with us sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs>
1: sometimes. <laughs>
0: sometimes uh that's patreon.com slash goosebuds. And uh of course also in the summer if you're like I need some some new clothes to put on my, my skeleton, you can go to goosebuds.store Take a look at our Etsy store. Some some fun little, uh, some fun little. What am I keep? What am I doing? I'm undermining. Clothes are fun shirts.
1: Clothes are fun. You can buy them in small, so that but it does make That's them little. True. So thank you, thank you for saving that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you can
0: go to goosebuds.store and uh, check out some Goosebuds merch.
1: Yeah, get some big fun
0: Goosebuds merch. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna do the worm all day in these clothes.
1: Get a giant ass, uh, extra, extra 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 large. Goosebud shirt and pretend you're a child Again
0: <laughs> uh, hide your uh, Your pit mouths your armpit mouths Within a large extra extra large shirt Yeah yeah you're, sh- you're shameful You're shameful armpit mouths uh, Also Kevin you got a you got a new game
1: Uh I have a new podcast
0: What 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 Uh
1: so back in 2020 I uh, Recorded a podcast once A month uh, called Heart Cannon mm. And I uh, did it for my Patreon, and uh, I talked to a bunch of my friends about uh, art that they liked that they felt was, like, kind of prickly or weird or, the- or that just not that many people knew about. So it was, like, a little interview show I did, uh, and I, uh, I, I did that once a month for a whole year, and uh, I never released it, uh, and now it's 2023, and I'm like, I should probably release it. So uh, every Wednesday... For the next couple of months, uh, there's going to be a new old episode of Heart Cannon going out into the ether. I don't have a link for you yet because it's not—it's literally not up yet. But uh, yeah, check out Heart Cannon on on your podcast catcher of choice.
0: Now I should—I should clarify because I noticed a lot of people misspelling or using different versions. of Oh the word yes, canon. this is the this uh, is...
1: the literary canon, C A N O N. Canon. canon.
0: Guess what? Just to make sure. Yeah. Seen a lot of Spider Verse memes. Where everyone's spelling it with two ends, and that's not what it means, guys. <laughs> that's a different thing. You're doing unnecessary work. You're hitting an extra button that you don't <laughs> yeah. have. you get an extra key. It's one N.
1: Save those calories for spider stuff. <laughs> uh, and the, the first episode of uh, the first two episodes of Hard Cannon feature Paul.
0: Yeah, I'm there. Oh, was- I'm, I, I'm, I, I'm on those later episodes,
1: right? Uh, so you're in the. <laughs> you're. I have your episode. I just never got the time to edit it. So you're the first episode of season two, which has not launched to anyone yet. <laughs> okay but it will eventually it's just i i would love to
0: remember what i said on it
1: <laughs> yeah we, d- we talked about um uh weird al's uh u h
0: f which was oh a hell yeah fuck yes, that's right yeah and paul yours yours were your first episodes uh better to tease what did you guys I talk did, about on the i lawn? did stand by me as my first one and yeah. then we did punch drunk love yeah they were a good time we talked about psychic distance <laughs> a lot <laughs> yeah Hard cannon with one end.
1: Hard cannon with one end. That's my thing this
0: week. Well, two ends actually, but just you know, you know what you mean.
1: What? Oh well, yeah. Well, that the
0: Second, I'm 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 fucking this up. <laughs> it's it's hard cannon with one end. It's you know, it's a difficult word.
1: You know, it's a difficult time to be alive.
0: It is. We should put it in the three end cannon and shoot it into space.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you know. And also watch Continue
0: Show while we're in orbit. Yeah, yeah go watch some Continue Show. Have a good time. Watch Continue Show. Um, oh, hey, if you're listening to this in the next couple of days, I don't know how fast we're going to get this edited, but uh, got a couple more days to watch Star Trek Prodigy before Paramount Plus pulls it forever. So watch it. A show I wrote on and produced. I'm very proud of, and it's getting pulled for tax, tax cuts. <laughs> woo! woo. Uh, you can buy that, watch it on Paramount Plus. But you know what? You could just also Google Star Trek Prodigy free or like torrent and find ways to watch it. There's
1: nothing illegal about typing something into a search bar.
0: As Kevin always says, I I think that's a valid way to do it because it'll be virtually unable to get for paid money. This would be a good time to start seeding, guys. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, mm-hmm. uh, and I and by seating, uh, that is an alien term that has no meaning on Earth. Uh, so I'm not legally, uh, <laughs> I'm not legally culpable for having said it. Good cover, thank you. Beep, boop boop boop. <laughs> Steal You want to go out back and throw a blorf around? <laughs> oh yeah, let's bleef it up. Lost <laughs> <laughs> one there is a rod rod bloop. All right, let's go do a couple swangers. <laughs> All right, blorf you later, everybody. Love you. Bye. is made possible by the support of our wonderful patreon supporters and we absolutely must read from the book of names book of names first we have stefan jive turkey Kuabara. hollis hornbeak low belly hate me cameron murphy audio
1: michael mcdowell hey josh rob Mickey C. Nathan Dolezal.
0: Mike Lanteri. I just real quick want to say I feel like reading the tops of these is like Sirius should be playing and the Chicago Bulls announcers <laughs> should be reading these names. Because I feel like we're in like a list of names that I've heard for my entire life. Buddy Moral. Ilkade. Mel Dipson. Afsheen. Brian Wells. Dango Twists. Zenticles. Stealth Bates. Robert Moon. Jason Crooker. Clay Castle. Miguel Pardo. John Keedy. Yeah. Justice for Paranoia Shop content. You'll never get any.
1: (laughs) The Juggalobalist. Gregory D. Warren.
0: Alan Saylor. Cody Redfield.
1: Bradford Coulter.
0: Aiden pledges their hammer to Dwarf Daddy Kevin.
1: Thank you, Dwarven Child.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Jar Jar Slinks.
1: Chosen One pledges his cadre of musketeers to House Kevin. God, Thank no. you, musketeer
0: children. <laughs> levi <laughs> Fan Up and champ.
1: I did that joke last month, and it's still funny to me, so it's <laughs> just going to keep
0: happening. It stays in. Jonas Eggman. Carl. Anthony Mulberry.
1: The John D. and Catherine T. MacArthur Foundation
0: Children. <laughs> Elusive Koala. Yanni Markovina. Brooke X. Jesus Christ. Christian Vanskeever, Drew Applegate. Jeremy Lowe. Brian Hopgood. Zach Connor. Patreon underscore donator, comma yo. Joe. Spooky Digital Ghosts. Tierney. Tom Whittam, Andrew Jadzak will gladly take those spiked law and narration sandals if Chad has no use for them. I know what they do now, and I'm using them all the time. <laughs> Whoa. His sod is so well aerated. <laughs> I'm stomping all over my sod. Lord Cornwallis will do that as well.
1: <laughs> Carson Birkenbean knows what we're talking about.
0: <laughs> Murph EP. Alicia Grape.
1: Devin Ticklebean, the Chadswold. The Chadswold. Oh,
0: hello. <laughs> Sean Minogue. Rushy Glenn. Wiggle It. Luke LaFountain. Chip Handsome. Matt McClellan. John Barber. Sarah Kemp. Tony Turtle. Jonas Blodderman. One jalapeno. Stick that down with some Keith Halcrow. Timothy uh, Miseslacus. Form it into a nice little statue with some clay McCarty.
1: <laughs> park it right there with Parkley.
0: <laughs> I, I don't have anything. Paul Grasso. I love you, Paul Grasso. Aerate your sod with and Paul Grasso. <laughs> <laughs> Ride me out onto the middle of the lake. I want to have a lake picnic with ham underscore boat.
1: Let's not get too crazy with Joe regular name, Scott.
0: (laughs) Hey, everybody loves Raymond Hernandez. I had to clear my throat. I'm a little flammely.
1: (laughs) Proud to say, the crowd friends, the prideful. (laughs) Happy pride.
0: Um, You're getting the hard ones, Chad. You're getting the hard ones. I'm going to take a seat with my Matthew Sutton. (laughs) Hell yeah. Hell yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I am over the Alex Moon, the robotic dog, over that last one.
1: Wow! <laughs> Sorry, Jeffrey Jeffrey and
0: Kahi. Nice. Just a dash of Kelsey Kinnaman, please. <laughs> Ooh! Oh, I broke my arm. We're gonna need a Russell Casberg. <laughs> hope everyone else likes this. I hope people enjoy this. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Professor Xavier? Yes, that's, there right way. There? Yeah, that's there anything there? Is there anything too, there?
0: Uh, oh my god, good luck. Wait, let me go to my favorite steakhouse. Ruth Chris Cutrichus.
1: <laughs> you <laughs> know Thank who Chris else Chris.
0: great? A basketball great. Scotty Pippin! <laughs> that was easy.
1: I'm gonna have a big old bowl of luke noodles.
0: Uh yeah, make pour me one too in a giant Hugh Boland. I gotta clean up some ice. It's all there's something I've been skating on. I'm gonna get the Zambambino out.
1: Uh, I gotta protect my spirit organ that's in my butthole from the dungeon kappa. <laughs>
0: what is happening? Grand Mob Hamster has located the black base on planet tooth. <laughs> I don't see what uh, I don't see exactly where this name is. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We could stop. We could stop. No, uh,
1: uh, this is hard. This is good. This is going to get the juices flowing. Gonna, gonna get the energy up. We don't want to be limp ducks out right?
0: there. <sighs> uh, h- Hark! Is that Tobias Clark? Hey, he rhymed one. Hell yeah. Uh, don't get uh, too loverly uh, meet Virginia. What? <laughs>
1: You know, I, I already mixed Nathan once, but I think it's time for a Nathan remake.
0: Hey, uh, you remember that bowl you poured me, Kevin? I needed a little more kimchi. Yeah! <laughs> uh, guys, my toes have been killing me because I read Steuben-dyked it. Um, <laughs>
1: you, you know who I saw the other day in a large, uh, you know, pants-shaped castle? It was Estimena, Lord of Paul's <laughs> Pants.
0: You know, I was down in Australia and I saw a whole pack of wild Joey Evans. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hold on to your pants, cause Chris Paranormal Pajama Priapism Nelson is here to <laughs> fling him off. <laughs> We're killing ourselves. We're killing ourselves. Kevin, this is gonna be a thirty-minute edit. Yeah,
1: you know what? We'll we'll do this at a different point, at another name uh, reading. But we'll <laughs> go back to go back to speed for the moment. Carewise Gamgee, and I'm, you know I'm serious. Because I'm giving up the Lord of the Rings reference.
0: Let it be known that K- Kevin tapped out all of you who pledged to him. Yeah. <laughs> Swaggy Yellow Squire has the moves. If you want them, come back to the old factory on Main Street with ten thousand dollars cash. No cops. Sounds good to me. Uh, yeah, that's cool. Cameron Hanson. Karen McNamara. Diet Soda. Jackie Ladue.
1: Coleman Laguza. We did a good volley for a while, guys. Just want to say.
0: Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. I I I was down to keep going. <laughs> Lamb. He's really going. You're really trying to get those people to pledge to you. You know, it, it feels generally depressing that you're really reaching out to no, them so no, hard. No, we
1: said we were done. We no, said no, we were, so done. were done. The deadly bulb with no with nothing fun at
0: it. <laughs> A pair of Scots. <laughs> ben Bohan. Matt, the half court warlock bachelor. Levi Kitter. <laughs> David Gray. Bracieri. Matthew Bertado. Cuxan callback. Cuxan. <laughs> Cuxan <Cuck sand. laughs> callback. Carbson. I am Cordolio. I need TP for my bunghole. Jonas and Evoldsen. Calamity Carl. Boney. Germ juice.
1: Some of Chad's bird friends, we pledge our talons and sharpened beaks
0: to Chad. Squaw. They don't need sharpening. They're so painful already. Well, <laughs> no, they do have to. They need some calcium. All and right. Okay. Kind of going. He's right. Nicholas Maloney. Nick Johnson. Burger's Wonderful World. Stephen Day. Eric Horwitz Tiffany Lee Dr. Egg Drop Suit Man Thomas Jancis Lucretia McEvil Mutant Astronaut Ryan Carroll
1: Jeremy Bowser
0: Henry Torbear Adam Knapp Ninja Breadman Megan McCormick Mason Peanutberg, level 69 Helodicus Frenchlin, Aaron Lord Logan Derby Brad Schmelzer Dr. Chocula pledges every claw and fang under his command to Paul That's at least 12 Doing the math, yeah, that checks out Yeah, check Flush! Callum Mr. Misfire West. Mandy Nasty. Skeletorin. Robotarena. <laughs> I just realized what it actually is. Robotarena.
1: <laughs> Robotarena.
0: <laughs> Yoplin. Philip Reynolds. SSJ Trogdor. Chicago Frank returns. Nate Bit G. Mr. Unimportant pledges this cool Rocky found to whoever last trimmed their beard. Not me. I did it last week. Don't got one. I guess I get that cool rock. Ryan
1: R. Davis.
0: Scott Wable. Rocco.
1: Josh Howell pledges his zealotry to whomever needs it most. Everyone.
0: Zealotry for (laughs) all. See, I feel like I should take it all that makes me more zealous. (laughs) Evan Bowen. (laughs) Mike Spaghetti Jones. Greg Mustow Chris Sean Aston Masters the Gundam Death Scythe uh, Hell yeah. Amber by 311 AMP. Yeah, second coolest Gundam in Gundam Wing <laughs> Hi, first time long time Allie Rose Sprinkle Buns Soggy Newspapers Chris Kulik
1: Dakota Kemp
0: John W Hilda
1: B Saturn Video
0: Liam Rogers Kiwi Flurb Serial Killer X Wade Norcross Ollie Suts. Kate the Great. Mike Hart. Cassandra Harris. Gulliver. Kit Bush. I love your music. <laughs> Benjamin Luther. Cyrus Sin. Dennis Wright. Joe over the moon. Edgar's Crassus. Cameron Ganseveld. That last name was my favorite. Soap. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> big Nick Lane. <laughs> Kira and Brian are big fans.
1: The Office of the Goblin Grader.
0: Blake Bad Time having cabin. Matt Scepter.
1: Greg Gervasi, a.k.a. Vitizen.
0: Dan Antonio! <laughs> Philip, OG, Quicksand Truther, and Blade Pledger Hamill. Kevin Cole to
1: pay the toll for eating
0: booty hole <laughs> tonight at 11. Just want to clarify that's whole W H O L E. He yeah, ate the, the whole butt.
1: I ate the whole butt. I can't believe I ate the whole butt.
0: <laughs> hey, once you pop. The Rodriguez. B. <laughs>
1: Jeff Webb is still a big baby, but we both sincerely appreciate your well wishes.
0: Alpaca acquaintance, DDS. S. Farrah Ernie. Eh? CM, Crystal Maiden. <laughs> Toraku, the thing that goes dunk in the anime. Dunk, dunk. Jesse. Chris Curdo. Cole Gleason. Spencer Y. <laughs> Tan Your Hide. Jesse Boggs. Michael Malloy. James Stavernos, Deer Kyle O'Neill, Chris the official Goosebuds Chronicler, and Ledgerman buyers, Robert Holden,
1: Grab Comics,
0: Adam Brundle, Jonathan
1: McKinnich, Anthony Stoker, Dog Lips Kajoyan, Gunner Toland, Brony Danza,
0: Mecca Obama, Max, Zendane, Wonder Skin, feels just like real skin. <laughs> <laughs> now on Paul's Sentient My Buddy Doll. <laughs> Oh God! Oh, oh Lord. god. Horrific,
1: <laughs> A.K.A. Cyberbully
0: <laughs> Blarbin pledges his insect glaive to Kevin.
1: Thank you, my insect glaive children.
0: That's Neo, right? That Has the insect glaive, or is that a monster hu- monster hunter? Monster hunter, but Neo monster probably hunter. too. Yeah. yeah,
1: Neo can have anything. He just has to say insect Glaives and <laughs> then a bunch. Just no, N I
0: O H, not Matrix Neo. Oh, no, no, we're saying the same thing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Brandon Nichols can do that too
1: <laughs> Angelo Edward Longton Santone Pledges the Holy Blade of Justice Try
0: and come against The Holy Blade of Justice I don't care what you, your houses have
1: Christian God is real And
0: has chosen Paul Melodies Talene Joan Bacon <laughs> Logan Kilgus Bosferatu
1: Starship Nine.
0: Funny. Caleb Snyder, Grandmaster of Spells and Enchantments, pledges his wizard, staff, and ancient tome to Paul. Whoa. God
1: Christian damn. God and Wizard God have both chosen
0: Paul. <laughs> Pagan God and Christian God are on my side. For once they agree? Proper spaceman? Lumo Nuva. Brian a
1: Tall glass of dumb bitch juice. Drink
0: it up. Bobby of the Eastwood Unlockiner of Worlds. Ooh. Three AM sleep.
1: <laughs> I love this name. I don't think I've read it before. Nowhere, Lucas.
0: <laughs> Brian Stroo. And now we welcome to the Book of Names, Book officially of names. unofficial ducks in public. J W. Z, B, what's going on with these initials y'all doing? (laughs) Colin Regan.
1: Jessica Nickel is the last name in the book for this month.
0: Welcome to the Book of Names. Get to know your name neighbors because you'll be hearing them forever.
1: (laughs) Did we riff too much in this names? Not enough? Let us know.
0: Let us know. Talk to us via your names or on the Patreon. We love you. We love you. bye. 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 Love you. Goodbye.